WVOW Local News, now. The Logan County School System is under special review from the State Department of Education. I'm Faith Bannister. A statement made by the State Department of Education to Metro News Thursday said the review began on September 15th when a team from the department's Office of Support and Accountability arrived unannounced at several Logan County schools and the system's central office. The team was there at the direction of State School Superintendent David Roach to investigate official complaints made to the State Department as well as documentation submitted to the WVDE through routine federal programs monitoring, according to the statement. The WVDE said the Logan County Review has focused on multiple areas and the investigation included a review of documents and interviews of county personnel. The investigative team is scheduled to report its findings to the State Board of Education at a special meeting that's been set for next Thursday, October 27th at 10 a.m. An announcement of the meeting said the board could potentially take action in light of findings that came out of the review. State Board of Education President Paul Hardesty is a former Board of Education member in Logan County. WVOW News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. The Women's Center at Logan Regional Medical Center, close to home and caring for life. Our family-oriented facility provides a warm and welcoming environment for families as they welcome their new baby into the world. New babies can room with their mothers throughout their hospital stay. With over 200 years of combined labor and delivery experience, our staff is trained in breastfeeding techniques and skin-to-skin care. Experience our care at Logan Regional Medical Center's Women's Center, delivering the best, close to home. Southern West Virginia Community and Technical College's second annual indoor community trunk or treat is set for next week on the Logan and Williamson campuses. Last year, thousands of children visited the local college to take part in the festivities. According to Southern's communications director, Bill France, this year's organizers are looking to expand on that success. This year, a cool little twist is the Southern Foundation is going to be selling fresh, homemade, made on site apple butter at the conclusion. So as you're leaving, uh, if you want to uh, purchase some apple butter, and the proceeds from that will benefit the Southern Samaritans, which is uh, a group, uh, it's for classified staff in case there's ever an emergency, a house fire, a flood, or whatever, so that they can, you know, help those folks out that are on our staff. It's a really good cause. The event will be held in the lobby and commons area of Building A on the Logan campus and the hallway and commons area of the Williamson campus on Thursday, October 27th from 6 to 7.30 p.m. An investigation into a bus accident in Mingo County continues, but the fact that the crash happened on the second day of National School Bus Safety Week hasn't escaped anyone's attention. West Virginia Governor's Highway Safety Program spokesperson Amy Cantrell said the wreck is a reminder of how important school bus safety is. Cantrell says there are simple things to do that can help avoid an accident. Leave a little earlier, be a little bit more patient, and exercise extra caution. We're just trying to keep all road users safe. That's motorists, pedestrians, motorcyclists. 
On Tuesday, a school bus and service truck collided on the King Cole Highway near Mingo Central High School. Seven students and the bus driver went to the hospital, but all are home recovering now. Mingo County deputies confirmed 50-year-old Thomas Francis of Omar, the driver in the truck, died in the collision. Cantrell said school buses still remain a safe way of transportation for students. School buses are still statistically the safest way to transport students, um, but that said 60 passengers and 53 drivers have died while riding in school buses and school transportation-related crashes between 2011 and 2020. Officials estimate there are thousands of illegal school bus passes each year despite the possibility of a $500 fine and six months in jail for a first offense. The state emergency 911 council hired former Wyoming County 911 director Dean Meadows to be the council's first ever executive director. Meadows will represent the council and its members as the state ramps up plans for next generation 911. It's important that we have an executive director, someone that can represent all the counties, not only on a state level, but also on a regional and federal level. So we felt it was very important to establish this position now. Next Generation 911 will enable residents to text 911, send videos and pictures. Meadows said location information will be much more accurate and call speeds will be increased. State lawmakers passed a bill earlier this year creating a commission to review Next Gen 911 and its implementation in West Virginia. The commission is scheduled to give lawmakers a report before the end of the year. There are currently 52 separate 911 systems in West Virginia that cover the state's 55 counties. Race fans, start your engines. Saturday is opening day for the Almost Heaven Motorsports Complex, previously referred to as the Twin Branch Motorsports Complex. A long time in the making, the drag strip at Del Barton officially opens tomorrow, and State Senator Mark Maynard anticipates the track to become an attraction for Southern West Virginia. Maynard spoke of the hurdles over the years. I went to a uh, groundbreaking ceremony in 2015 with Shelley Moore Capito, and it was just gravel up there. But, you know, the announcement was the drag strip was going to be built. I was excited. 2016, all of the, the blacktop had been laid, the pavement, concrete, the walls, and there was a, a ribbon-cutting ceremony there. And I was there with uh, Congressman Evan Jenkins at the time, 2016, and I thought it will only be, you know, that year, I expected the track to open. was one thing after another. The, uh, the DEP had some mining permit issues, and then the road you know, was a dual-purpose mine road. The DOH had to take it over, and then they had issues with the quality of the road. It was just one piece of red tape after another, and it's gone on for years. The senator said the logistics were worked out through the spring and summer after all parties were brought to the table to mitigate any further delay on the strip opening. Maynard said competition tomorrow isn't fancy and anyone can participate. It's going to be test and tune, which is where these uh, individuals bring their race cars there and make passes just to kind of line their cars out. And this is just to get the track ready, uh, you know, to work any bugs out. There won't be blast competition or bracket racing tomorrow. It'll be testing soon, but still it'll be great for the community to get their cars out. And you don't have to have a race car to come there. Maybe you've got a, a new Camaro or you want to take mom's minivan. <laughs> you know, all, all racers, all cars are uh, welcome. The Motorsports Park opens at 10 o'clock on Saturday and races begin at high noon. 
Maynard said some racing history will be on hand for tomorrow's kickoff. Actually, I have a little announcement, too. There was a top fuel dragster uh, team campaigned out of Charleston, West Virginia, which is like the top tier in drag racing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were 1967 AHRA world champions in Texas, and they competed nationally. And replicas of two of the cars that this team of Hunley and Boggs were competing in across the nation had been built back to the way they were ran in, in 1967 and 1971. And they're going to be on the starting line at high noon to fire those West Virginia-based popular drafters up to kick off the racing. At, uh, it's called Almost Heaven Motorsports Park is the actual name of it. And uh, so I'm really excited. Richie Boggs is bringing the cars down. Uh, they're in Charleston, and they were both built by a guy from South Carolina, and he raced back in the 60s against Joe Boggs, and uh, he's going to be there. been a lot of struggle, but... Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com or on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Adkins. Weather looking pretty good now. Weekend looks even better if you like warmth. So here you go, mid-60s today and mostly sunny, about 42 overnight. Saturday, about 73, 74. Same picture on Sunday. Looks like mostly sunny skies. This is a great opportunity to be outdoors. Either get some work done or just really relax, enjoy, and look at all the beautiful fall colors. Our 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Adkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.